Hello there, welcome to the Oblivious Maximus podcast for another week. I am your host, Aaron Osborne. This is episode 37. This week, our very special guest, my friend James Hartley. Hartley is a very talented photographer, um, filmmaker, artist. Um, Hartley's back in Australia for a little while doing some work here in Melbourne and Adelaide and was kind enough to uh, let me record a little conversation with him in a beer garden, which is quickly becoming my second recording home um, after my own house. So that's been good. But uh, love cold beer. Um, but yeah, so we, we had a little chat at, uh, the Napier Hotel in Fitzroy and drank some beers and talked about photography and filmmaking and his work with the Amity Affliction and Parkway Drive and his, you know, ongoing work in photography and working in fashion and things like that. So it was really good. I had a great time talking to Hartley. Um, so yeah, that's this conversation, um, i got some other good ones planned for the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned to that. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter for all the updates. We have a new website if anyone cares about that sort of stuff. It looks a lot better than the last one, so go check that out if you got some time. Um, and, I don't know, just keep listening to the podcast. Listen to The Bad Times as well with Ben Searle, the podcast that I sort of produce and help him with. And, uh, yeah. Give me your feedback. I like to know what everyone's thinking about these things. I'm having a good time recording these podcasts and I'm looking forward to all the ones I got coming up. So stay tuned. This is Oblivious Maximus, episode 37 with James Hartley. Fucking brutal! podcast let's cheers again cheers, no in that. <laughs> good to see you you too welcome back to our soils it's good man on the uh, on the rock again yeah yeah um okay so i start all of them by asking people how they primarily found themselves interested in music where did it start for you where did it start for me yeah. um i'm not sure i mean like like music full stop or yeah, music, just anything yeah. yeah sweet i mean like i think i mean like definitely like i was talking with someone earlier michael jackson was the first thing i found yep fantastic and it's just like i mean could you be bigger than that yeah you could not be bigger than that guy no way um so definitely it was like a michael jackson thing and i guess like just like every kid got obsessed with it um god damn it, i have a <laughs> Basically, I um, I was obsessed, and through my auntie, I managed to get some tickets to see his show, the history mm-hmm. tour. Yep. And I was like obsessed with it, and I insisted. It was like I insisted on wearing a leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> with like nothing underneath, like you know, like a ripped up white shirt. Yeah. yeah. And we were like three rows back from the middle. Wow. We were like right in it. It was so sick. And then I just remember, you know, just buzzing out the whole night. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Mm. And then I woke up the next morning and I had pneumonia. And oh, I missed wow. like the next three months of school. So that's kind of like my first <laughs> like live concert memory, yeah. like really getting into it. So it had a thing. big standing for you. So I don't know, I've, you've probably heard when I've talked about this, but I went to that exact same tour. Yes, I've in, heard in this. In Taiwan. Yes. It's fantastic. And like, but I just remember at the time, like I was sort of, I guess, already 
I loved Michael Jackson already mm-hmm. and already knew of music that my dad listened to, like Cold Chisel and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But I think the real turning point for me with all of that was when that, like, I was living in Taiwan, but there was ads on TV for that tour. Yeah. And I was like, I'll do anything to go to that fucking thing. Like, I need to see Michael Jackson. And it was, I don't know if I've talked about this, but it was a friend of mine's birthday party. Okay. And for his, like, eighth birthday, he took five of his mates to go see Michael Jackson. Oh, wow. So I got to go for free (laughs) for a friend's birthday. Yeah. I mean, the concept of, like, paying for a ticket back then, like, doesn't even exist yet, but still, that's so sick. But, like, yeah, and we got to go, and his dad worked for, like, HSBC Bank or something, so we were in a little corporate box. It was so funny. But, um, yeah, and, like, I just remember, like, at the time, that music was, like... It was everything. Yeah, there was like, no you didn't access think to anything about it. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, crazy. Oh, that's music. That's yes. what music is. Like, how, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, there will never be anything as big as him again. No. It can't be. It can't exist like that. And mm. it's just... Well, like, the fact that... mind-blowing. In Taiwan, like, he had, to, he had to fly in to the stadium in a helicopter because apparently it was just like... There was like no way they could have yeah, him, couldn't get him be on the, the streets. streets. Yeah. Like, like, he would have been on, like, lookout, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a crazy concept. You know, there's famous people now, and it's like you'll never you can't, be Michael you know, Jackson. There's like this shelter, but you will never be Michael Jackson big. Mm. And I think that's just so legit. Yeah, yeah. So, so you grew up in Adelaide, though. I grew up in Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, great little spot to and grow up. What was the musical surroundings for yourself <laughs> as a child? I mean, it was like, God, it was like that, and then it kind of. You know, I don't even know. Like probably like Peter Coombe or something. Yeah. You know, like like it's like Michael Jackson, Peter Coombe, whatever. I didn't even know. And then same like dad music. You know, like yeah, yeah, like like Jimmy. We were like I think Mum was family friends with the Barnes, like Jimmy yeah, Barnes, yeah. and so we had like this world to like like the tin lids and these kids. You know, like <laughs> pub rock. I yeah. really I remember really liking like Billy Thorpe and the Aztecs and yep. that stuff. Um, so definitely like that kind of stuff. Um, and then, you know, yeah, you get to, like, that age, like, teens, and you start finding surfing and skating. Yeah. Well, that's what I did. I found, like, skateboarding and punk rock. I mean, like, kind of how everyone who I'm guessing has been on this podcast yeah, has either been, like, skating, surfing, punk rock, you know, yeah. that whole genre. So, um, yeah. Being an alt of some yeah, kind. Yeah, kind of being like, I think I want to be an alt. Yes, yep. let's see what can happen here. So, whereabouts in Adelaide did you grow up? I grew up um, kind of like the inner... Northeast, I guess. Okay. Yeah, just um, geez, just grew up around there. Went yeah. to went to went to a public school there. Then moved to my parents took me out and put me into like a like a Jesuit school. Oh, like wow. like okay. yeah, heavily religious school, and um, definitely like not from like religious backgrounds. Like yeah, my right. mom wasn't, but she was, you know, reflective upon it now a lot. Like didn't push religion on me in any way, but like can like was a very good education in that sense kind mm-hmm. of like pushed me to like question question yeah, right. religion like sure. he's go to a religious school and question religion you choose what yeah you want to do. exactly yeah. that's all right yeah so that was so was that do you think maybe being pushed into something like that is what also you know maybe angled you a bit towards that alternative i think it actually might have been i think like that like initial like rebellion to it you know i didn't i i don't think there was really ever a time that i believed in religion yeah, like yeah. that it was never in my life 
Um, so I think so. I think like you know, I was like heavily into like athletics and I was just straight sports my mm-hmm. whole life, like whole younger life. Um, and then yeah, like I think it's just like that. I don't know. I think I just had that rebellious thing in me, like I think a lot of people yeah. do, and just started. You know, I was into like surfing and skateboarding and then you know with that comes music through like the soundtrack of like movies with that yeah 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 and was it a lot to do with like i know a lot of people it certainly wasn't for myself but a a lot of people that i've spoken to and stuff came a lot from um like skate videos and things as well yeah um and like is that something that was important to your growing up as well that sort of culture of that stuff or was it more the act of going and doing those things i think i mean like early on I guess it was just like I was into it so you just want to watch it yeah. you know and I think that's obviously led to my interest in photography and those yeah, things sure. but definitely like uh, yeah the idea and the culture of it like from a young age I loved it. I identified it with you know like heinous early surfwear you know Ooh. all of that stuff just like <laughs> give me that give me bright t-shirts board shorts yeah. yeah no love that stuff yeah and so did that, do you see that then, this is kind of jumping around a bit, yeah. but do you see that then as sort of informing, you know, another aspect of your life that the sense that like, you know, now you work in fashion as well. Yeah. Like, do you see those experiences having informed that like through, you know, interest in those things way back then? Do you feel like that's reflected in now? I think so. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I, I definitely think it is. I mean, like, you know, jumping forward to now, like so much of like the world I live and work in like yeah like skate and surf culture and like music and alternative culture is like completely shaped so much of that world from what i see so yeah i definitely think there is an interest with it I, you know it's all that weird like you know like getting to the age of like just like reflecting upon so much of like my childhood and trying to see how it got me to where i am and it's like yeah i see like oh that was a critical point you know mm. like oh that moment then it's like when i've you know when i met that, that person i got into music Sure. When I met that person, I got into skateboarding. Yeah. So it's like I'm definitely doing a lot of like tracing back and like mm. finding those moments, and now seeing it in modern day. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, so I guess wh- when was the point for you where like photography was something that started to form in an interest for you? Then um, was it something it w- that you found in school? Or? No, it wasn't. It was definitely like directly through that we would go out skating on the weekends or after school yeah. and we we're watching skate videos and it's like, fuck, let's get a camera and film yeah, this. We can, we can this. make this movie. Yeah. We can do this. So we, yeah, it was definitely through like watching skate and surf videos that I was like, okay, like I have an interest in this side of it. I think we all did. Everyone was like, yo, film me, do this and yeah. film me. And it's like, I want to, you know, I think it was like, I like being in front of the camera, I like being behind. I think everyone did, but yeah. it was like definitely around that time. I was like, that's, you know, this is pretty interesting. And I remember we, we got to do like a term of, you know, because like my education was very much like math, science, yeah. English, all of that. And like arts was like a painting thing. Yeah. Um, and then it was like drama, but there was no like photography lessons or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then we had some media studies thing. And then it was like, it's like, oh my God, like we can make a skate video. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. it was like open to us. So like, that was probably the first time I was like, wow, like, let's like I'm going to try and well we are because we're all in the same class let's mm. make this skate video I don't know if we ever finished it but like it kind of that was the, <laughs> you got there yeah, you're working on it I think that's it. kind of the moment it like lit the spark for me it's like yeah I really like the 
yeah. the filming side of it. And it was purely, yeah, video at the start. I didn't mm-hmm. really pick up a still camera for a while. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what sort of things did you do after that initial skate video then? Was I mean, it just more and filming I mean, more and more stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, it was just like, you know, this is kind of getting to like, you know, year 10. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, partying, finding yeah. booze. <laughs> Yes, finding girls, yep, you know, yep. just like all of this, all, all those important oh, things, all the, all the all the heyday of those fun times. But um, so I yeah, just like continued skateboarding. I think I was like, I you know, I felt like rebellious in those times, and mm. um, how would you say it? Like, finished pretty much like finished school, and didn't want to go into university. Had no idea what I wanted to do. Yeah, I was like, okay, like you know I think it was like I think kind of my interest in school was like something like accounting or something I'm like oh maybe I'll be an accountant yeah yeah um, and I took a year off study and I worked in a bottle shop um, and that's when I found drinking <laughs> like, yeah. like, like oh now I can legally drink <laughs> this do. is fun yes this is a place uh, yes. to get this and then um, but at that time it was like I had bought like I'd been borrowing friends like friends around me who I skated with because would like were taking photos so there'll be video cameras and stills and I started picking up still cameras and then I found um I started playing with that and then I was like got to the end of that year off and it was like what am I going to do and I was like kind of encouraged to pursue this filming and photo thing I was like this is kind of only the thing I really like and I think it's something I can monetize Mm -hmm. from a young age so I was enrolled to do video and applied for photography and I got into video this is at like TAFE like yeah, yeah. below uni um, and then uh, basically like I was like enrolled to do video and then like the day before I got accepted to photography so I was like fuck it let's, let's do photography I think good. I had more of an interest in that yeah so yeah hmm. started studying that and is that something that did you think the, the and this is again something that comes up quite a lot on this is discussing uh you know tertiary study for what i see as like creative pursuits which can often be i don't know somewhat challenging a lot of people don't really necessarily get so much from it yeah was that doing those studies was something that aided you more in terms of like technicality or do you feel that studying photography is something that really informed how you would go on to be a photographer yeah i think i mean because i came into it like with like no actual grounded knowledge of photography you mm-hmm. know i was like i just know i like to take make pictures of things yeah so it kind of from the get-go like taught me the basic fundamental stuff of photography and then i mean i've tried to put the pieces together on this but basically i was working in a skate shop also at that time yeah and i actually never finished the study i think i only got like i think i only ever did like the first kind of six to nine months of mm-hmm. it and yeah. that's kind of when um, <clears throat> through like working at this skate shop I was working with a guy Ben Loy mm-hmm. from the band Cry Murder yeah. and he um, yeah they were like getting these offers to like start touring like well not to start touring he was in this he was in Cry Murder and they got offered to tour with Parkway yeah um, and I kind of got into like taking photos of bands and he asked me to come along for the road yeah yeah so I did that and then kind of by the I don't know like I've tried to put the piece together but basically by the end of that I was like I don't need to do this study anymore study, like yeah. it's not for me it, it just it was it's a commercial photography degree sure and I wasn't showing up to classes was yeah. doing this getting these other offers and it was kind of like oh well I don't think it's going to actually take me to where I 
yeah. want to be. I don't know if that's me justifying the fact that I just dropped out, but like... Well, I mean, I, I kind of have similar things. I mean, my biggest thing is like, yeah, the, the fact that I went to... I, I did a similar thing. I started going to TAFE to yep. do music stuff. And then when I got there, I mean, one of the first classes I did was like learning how to roll leads. Yeah. Like straight away, I was like, this is just fucking stupid. Yeah, like, like if you held slow. a guitar lead for long enough, you'll know how to roll it up. Yeah, like, like absolutely like guitar 101 <laughs> yeah. here, right? Yeah. yeah. So I remember just like, as soon as that was the case, then I was like, I really need to reassess yeah. what I'm doing. What did you study again? I studied education in yeah. the end, but yeah, when I was when I started that doing like sound engineering yeah. stuff. Okay, so that's what you started on. Yeah, and I mean, but I guess at the time as well, I don't know if it was similar for yourself, but like I was terrible at school. Like I yeah. and I think the best marks I got in school were like in business or something. Yeah, and like that's all well and good, but I didn't do well enough <laughs> at everything else to yeah. make business like a worthwhile attempt <laughs> yeah, for my yeah. future. Yeah, so, it's funny that how you're like. And something very indescript too, like, yeah. what would I do? just, I'm a businessman. Yeah, it's like, funny because, you know, I remember like those courses in school or like, they try and, you know, they're trying to sculpt you into like what you're going to do when you finish yeah. and, you know, like most schools, they're like, well, it's going to be the workforce or university or TAFE. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, I have no idea, I don't really know, yeah. like, there was, I don't think there was a subject at university that even leapt out to me at that point. I wasn't like... I'm going to be a photographer. Like, yeah. I was just. And I think that's something learning. Like, from, like, I have a little sister who's 10 years younger than me. And from definitely what I've heard from her just finishing year 12 and things, from her now, high school seems to be a lot more supportive, I think, of like oh, the good. arts and yeah. things like that, which is really good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, I mean, even, you know, definitely when I was finishing school, I mean, it was definitely supportive of music, but as well, the, the music it was supportive of was. Yeah jazz yeah and you know big band yeah totally you know, school band stuff yeah. it wasn't supportive of death metal yeah no <laughs> like, totally because well, you, you were into that you were into that in school weren't yeah, you yeah yeah like yeah. that was where it all you yeah know, you found that at a young age yeah, yeah, yeah sick that's so good and but yeah so like the thing for me was when I finished school it was like I never like you know I liked playing jazz because it meant I could play drums at school yeah but then the second I finished school, I was like, I don't want to play jazz anymore. Yeah. I, now I'm just going to play death metal forever. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. And yeah, and then you very quickly learn that that's not a reality. You can, everybody <laughs> An excellent can viable, viable yeah. career choice. Yeah. No, totally. That's gold. Yeah. Um, but so, I guess through those initial inklings of doing band photos and stuff, did it then roll on pretty quickly to doing the other work that you went on to do with bands? Um, I guess so, yeah. I mean, like, because I've, you know, I, I was, you know, when I started, like, I got into photography and, you know, it was like filming, like, I say surfing, it's bodyboarding, I will mm. admit it, I'm a, yeah. I'm a dick dragger, <laughs> proud, um, but like, yeah, also skateboarding and then... I was shooting and then I got into like shooting shooting skateboarding mm-hmm. um, and that's also like an interesting viable career choice right yeah. there um, <laughs> so yeah I was working at the skate shop and then as I said like had just started um, shooting like live music through mm-hmm. essentially a friend like I mean that's kind of how I you know I guess like found like heavier music is through, right. is through like other friends growing up and they were into it and then you know, when I got the offer to do this crime murder tour, you know, it was straight in with Parkway. And, yeah. you know, I, I knew who they were. I met, I, you know, I found that through bodyboarding, through mm. Winston. But then, like, 
you know, like going straight into like seeing Cry Murder and that in these smallest like venues, and then suddenly it's like I'm on tour with them, and then you know, I guess like the word spread pretty quickly because I was like had the access instantly to like yeah. Parkway and shot them, and then it kind of just like jumped off from there, and it all kind of happened pretty quickly i don't think i you know proverbially did my time in it to like yeah, yeah. come up on it but it was like right time right place and yeah there i was yeah well i think i mean i think a lot of that's sort of how people find their feet though really yeah. is just doing the right thing at the right time yeah like it's never you can never ask for the perfect way into something no totally <laughs> right and i think that's like isn't that so right reflective of like you know how i mean that's how i see the study thing i, yeah. I see so many people who'd studied that course you know still good friends with a few of them and like you know those friends are like killing it but there's a lot of people that didn't know what to do afterwards and now it's like i you follow the past to like today and it's like oh wow i actually came out a right of that you know yeah, like yeah. like because of like yes absolutely education is important but it does get to a point where like you can only be taught so much and you need yeah. to get out there and potentially like you know pursuing a good opportunity is going to be way more valuable than the opportunity yeah, yeah. of study and you know as well like I mean, something that sort of hindered me along, you know, quite a long time through my study was doing things like having opportunities come up where, you know, like having opportunities to do tours and do shows yeah. and go places and do things. And, you know, it did take a toll on the time that I was studying. But then at the same time, like, you know, I would never forego those experiences yeah, because they taught me a zillion other things that you yeah. need to learn, you know? No, like, totally. You know, and I mean, as well, like the the main thing for me, like even if it's just in Australia, like travel in of itself teaches you so much oh about yeah. things that you will need for the rest of your life. Dude, you know, like go travel. It's yeah, the best. yeah. It seriously is the best. And like experiencing the world is, at least for me, far more educational than someone telling you how to yeah. do something. Yeah, I've learned. Yeah, dude, I would not be the person I am had I not like seen the world. Like, yeah. no way, absolutely not. Cool. Yeah. So, I guess from starting to work with bands and things that I like, you pretty quickly built a relationship with Parkway, yeah. which led to quite a lot of things that you ended yes, up doing totally so like I, I mean I met I, I can't remember like well I can but <laughs> basically I um, so I, I you know tracing I did that tour with them and then um, soon after like I'd seen them and it was like I guess like that was that was the first tour I did and then the next tour was completely it was actually with Breakeven and mm-hmm. I had they'd come through town and I'd loved miles away at that point um, because they're the fucking best, mm-hmm. and I just needed to say that. Yep. But like, um, and I think they came through with they came through with miles away, and I met those, I met like Mauds and those kids briefly, and then, but like not like it was just coming through Adelaide, and then sure. yep, see ya, yep. and then they just hit me up like, hey, do you want to come out with us? We're touring with Bane, and you know, I was like, fuck it, why not? Like, I don't really know these dudes, but I'm down to jump in. Yeah. And so I just hucked to Sydney and met them there. Mm. And yeah, I don't know. Like, it's a funny story, but basically, um, got in the van with them, met them, like at the I can't even remember what train station. I was just waiting for them. They rolled up. Yeah, I'm like, hey boys, how are you going? And we're just into it. And then like, I remember like ten minutes into like the, I, don't, I think we we're in a Tarago, mm. and I just I ripped a huge fart, and they're just laughing. It's like, oh yeah, this is going to be comfortable. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's like more so like 
I think that's probably more told from like Maud's point of view, mm. but definitely like it felt comfortable and always has been since. Yeah. But like from that, it's like wow, you just meet these people. You meet so many amazing people through music. Yeah. That you can really identify with, and it just felt like the right. It did. It's like I had no inkling of really who these people were, but I liked their music, and I jumped in the van with them literally. And you know, those guys are like my best friends today still. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like very important to me, like those relationships I've met through. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that, and that's another thing. Like, I think that's sort of a staple of. I don't know whether it's every sort of music, but certainly the ones that we have sort of come yeah. up in is that like you do make lots of friends through just like oh. random shit like that and like people that you end up then being friends with for very long time a huge amount yeah, of time yeah absolutely and you end up spending like an enormous amount of time with them and it's like something that I've you know talked about at length with like people in my family and stuff as well is that like you know my mum and stuff's always said like you've got like tons and tons of friends which is fantastic yeah. but like like that's not the same network of friends that most people have no most people don't like most people don't know someone in every city major city in australia like you know and like it's one of the best things that i could go to a place and more than likely have someone there that i know and sleep at their house yeah it's a crazy concept it's like you know like doing travel outside of bands like initially it's like all right we've got to you know find a hostel yeah. or like <laughs> yeah. you know where the hell are we going to say we do this and it's like yeah god isn't that such a lucky thing it's like you can pretty much roll into any town yeah and there are people you've met it's through that there. community yeah. and it's funny seeing like working with other genres of music and like other whatever creative disciplines or all that mm-hmm. crap but like yeah I mean especially that punk hardcore scene and that metal scene dude you can there's always a couch there's always like always a couch to crash on there's always like someone to like link up with Mm. have a beer have a coffee yeah I mean it's a pretty it's pretty unique yeah it doesn't really exist in many other genres (laughs) in my opinion yeah yeah um so I guess from from yeah doing those tours and all that sort of stuff where did like working with bands like Parkway where did that start taking as you see more of like a professional turn for yourself yeah I mean it was definitely like um you know, that was just, like, taking photos for them. And it wasn't even really for a magazine or anything. And then soon, like, you know, I was sending the photos to magazines and, like, they were getting printed. And I'm like, oh, this is, you know, oh, here's, like, a a, a financial, financially viable thing. It's, like, take yeah. the photos, sell them, as it was back then. And then it's, like, I guess I just kept doing... I kept touring and I met more and more bands and more and more people and then eventually, like, got to... It got to a point where, like, I'd become good friends with the guys in the Amity Affliction, mm-hmm. and they, and I'd started through technology getting back into video, and they like asked me to come to New York with them, where they recorded an album, that Young Bloods album. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, New York is somewhere I can always wanted to be, yeah, always yeah. been fascinated by that. So I was like, wow, I get to go there and work. Yeah, like this is crazy. So yeah. I came over there with them, um, and we did like a, you know. A, tour uh tour diary like a studio diary of the Mm -hmm. thing and i guess like through that it's like i saw i got to stay in new york a couple weeks afterwards and like did that i'm like wow like my work has brought me to new york yeah this is that was the first time properly like going overseas with the band Mm. and it was just like wow like 
this is it's not like a financially viable thing but like wow i think my initial thing was like i get to, i can see the world through doing this yeah and that was kind of became my like just direct and only focus was just like i just want to see as much as Going i can to see stuff because yeah. you know like had done australia a lot and we'd done a brief stint in uh southeast asia with break even and then it was just like wow i made it to new york like i want to see europe i want to see mm. this and like there is this viable opportunity to do it with my friends through their music yeah. and I can come along for the ride can get paid a little money mm. and can see the world at yeah, the yeah. time I mean it was just like to me at that time and still to probably to this day it seems like that is the best method of travel Yeah, you know like <laughs> I'm down with the solo travel but like shared experience and especially with friends yeah. it's insane yeah it's awesome yeah um, and so I guess was um, through through those video exploits and was that something that you had to like I guess relearn then as well or is it something that was coming up within like you know mingling it with that technology sort of I think it's like because it was all like technology based basically the still camera I used now had video functions sure and so there was like a big bike and like oh wow I can just kind of flick it to video and make it like a a moving still image yeah Um, and yeah you know that was the means there wasn't the means for me to go there and just take photos in a studio for six weeks that's yeah yeah (laughs) jesus christ that's a boring experience (laughs) anyone trying to watch but like yeah it did and i i mean i am useless on the editing side of video yeah and i was lucky that joel singer of amity Mm. like is a creative wizard and he was like into it too and he's like oh i'll edit it so i was shooting it and he was editing it Mm mm-hmm um, thank you, Joel, because yeah. uh, you're recording an album and doing my edits, and I that was well beyond me. But it was like really good just to like focus on another side of yeah the visual elements of what I like doing. Yeah, did that then like was that something that sort of would go on to you know inform some of your photography then too? Did it like help lend aspects to other things? I think so. I mean, I definitely like there was definitely like a boom then in like video content, you know, around like you know doing like tour dies and that stuff and suddenly like it was so digital and good quality that like it was very yeah, easy you know, for yeah, other people you, to YouTube do it. and that stuff it yeah, just like yeah. really started popping off so it's like wow I can get access to these things pretty quickly and easily mm. um, so I definitely did I mean I think I like focused more on video for a good couple of years there yeah. um, and then brought it back to stills but definitely for a time there it was like yeah my eyes were like in video mode more than like still mode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so was that was that then I guess what led you to working with Parkway on the films and things? Yeah, I think it was. I think it's like I had that camera and I had kind of like I helped them out on the first DVD they did. Um so I like they got me along to do that first one. Like it was the last Australian tour and they needed someone to film it to wrap it out. So I filmed that. Um, just on like a you know more like an old skate camera and yeah, then yeah. now fast forward to the second around the time of them starting the second one it was all like very digital and like on a still camera and I was comfortable and they reached out and were like you know would you like to do you know come along and do this thing and I was super into it yeah so I jumped it it was a perfect opportunity yeah and was that something as well where then you got to see far more of these places yeah that you hadn't abso- got I mean that before. was it it was just like wow like you know these guys are the biggest band in that genre hands yeah, yeah. down in Australia mm. and I get to go and you know I'd form friendships with a lot of them and it's like you know we got to do like 
I don't even know. I think it was like 40 countries. You know, yeah, we had yeah, to do that. And crazy. it was just like the perfect opportunity. It's like, absolutely. Of course, mm. I want to see this. How <laughs> else am I going to see kind of four to 40 country, like, yeah, little trip. Tiki tour? Like, yeah. are you serious? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Through picking up video through that. Yeah. For sure. And so after, after doing all that sort of stuff, which is like, you know, I guess by that point, after having made those sort of things and, you know, all the other band things you've done and other things that you've done on the side of those. Yeah. At that point, you've sort of built yourself quite the little portfolio. Yeah. Then, you know? Yeah. And I, so d- is that where, you know, you see things sort of developing professionally for yourself or do you think it sort of happened a bit more before that? I mean, I don't know. It's like, I think I was definitely like kind of career aware, but like it was all within that my focus like it really wasn't like a career thing i mean yeah. it was really was like a travel and friendship thing yeah um and i guess at the end of that it taught me a lot about yeah the business side i mean those guys mm-hmm. are businessmen yeah, as well yeah, as that sure. and it was great so i learned a lot of like valuable lessons from doing that mm-hmm. um and then i you know it was around the time that like i'd also like form like you know a long-term relationship Mm-hmm. like with a female and yes. um <laughs> with a lady As with a lady did. friend and um and we had moved to london around that time yeah and i needed to find something that was more you know i couldn't i was relying heavily on touring to touring and music to earn my wage and i yeah. realized like there wasn't a very healthy balance of like just being on the road all year round whilst trying to pursue like an active relationship that I was into. Yeah. And that kind of like forced me and encouraged me to like look at other avenues of making money through photography because or video, because that's all I really knew. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that definitely, absolutely it did. Yeah. And so what were the sort of first experiences then for yourself outside of um, that musical well, stuff? Well, I... Then? Light your cigarette by all means. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um... I guess, um, what would it be? Like, when I was living in London, so that was kind of in the middle of the, like, you know, this parkway tour where we were going in and out sure. of, like, Europe and then to South America and all these places, and I was working in a photo studio there, so and I was doing, like, retouching and editing, um, and I kind of saw that back end of it, and then when we moved back to Australia, um, you know, I was kind of like, well, what am I going to do next? It was like, you know, at the time that was that was as big as it can get with music in the genre that I existed in. Yeah, you know, because yeah, sure. my name, like what I existed in, was heavy yeah. music. Yeah. Um, and so it was like, well, you know, like what am I doing? Am I going to like move towards like other genres of music or whatever? And I got back and I kind of like started. I don't know. Like I basically I got an offer to like shoot a fashion editorial for a friend's magazine, um, having no real like proper like fashion or like knowledge of the photography side and I just was like well I've got a good location and this is how I shoot photos and did it and it was great and I loved it it was really good it was like a full flip on Mm. like documenting uh music and it was very like interesting and new and exciting to me yeah for sure and and it was financially viable yeah you know like it was like oh wow like I can actually like I don't know more like have my own life yeah. Which wasn't like so dependent on like being in a van or like yeah, you know, at the mercy de- of another band. Yeah, depending on their travel arrangements. Yeah, totally. It's like, movements. hang on, like I can still have that, but like I can have this where it's like I can 
you know, do something and be a bit more grounded in like having a home yeah. and like doing those things. Sure. So I, I found Which is important. Oh my God. Yeah. I, having I, a place to live. Yeah, dude. Finding a, <clears throat> having a comfy bed, like after like years of, you know, concrete floors and couches, it was like, <laughs> yes, this is, this is good. Um, but yeah, no, so I found that. And then, you know, I think that's the beauty of Adelaide and Australia is it's like, say in a similar way, it came up really quickly. Yeah. You know, it was just like, I did it. And, you know, it was on the cover of this magazine, my first ever fashion shoot. Yeah, wow. And then it, you know, kind of sparked, like, other people hitting me up, being like, oh, hey, like, you know, you're doing this, like, we'd like to shoot. And, yeah, it kind of branched me more into, like, a whole different field, and I loved it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and is that something that, like, now where you feel quite comfortable working in now? Is yeah, that- absolutely. I mean, it just, like, completely shifted the paradigm. It's like... I don't know, it's like I was following, you know, like creating, whatever, creating images and like, you know, following other people and like, you know, these like famous musicians and I'm documenting that and now it's like I'm working with, in the same field, like, you know, like professionals, like professionals, models, stylists and it's like a team around me and around us, like, to create an image. Mm -hmm. It was just a different format and I loved it. Um... I kind of went off point there. I don't know That's what I'm okay. saying. That's all right. Um, well, well, we'll continue. From yeah. That is so. And then I guess doing that stuff and working in Adelaide and things like that obviously gave you quite a good grounding with doing things in Australia. What was yeah. the push that led you to doing more stuff overseas? Yeah. I mean, you know, like through yeah, it's directly through like as I said about those like friendships you make through touring. I'd met a few people along the way, mm. um, and so I essentially. Um, We'd just done... I'd just done Soundwave in Australia. Yeah. And I wanted to go to... I wanted to go out to see... I had a very good contact with Coachella, so I was like, oh, well, I want to go see that. And I hadn't been back to New York in a while. I'd toured America a couple of times, so I'm like, I'm going to go for, like, a couple-month trip to America just to, like, yeah. take some photos, like, explore contacts over there, kind of try and make it more worldly, mm-hmm. with no real intention to move or anything, just to, like... I had some money saved up. Stuff. Why yeah. not do, do it? And then, yeah, so I did a, I did that. I was in LA for a few weeks and then went to New York and I was on tour with um, Architects and Let Live at the time and I jumped out in New York and just through, I don't know, same thing, chance, luck, the people you meet at those points just like instantly had come into a world of like, oh, wow, this is like very homely and like a very good support network around me. Mm. And through a sequence of good events, I managed to be like, oh, I can extend my trip here because I've got like, a cheap accommodation because it's not cheap to fucking yeah, live yeah. there. And so I stayed around for a couple of months. And by the end of it, it was like, fuck, like, I think I want to move here. Like yeah, somewhere yeah. I'd always dreamt of being. And then I got the offer. I met, I actually ended up meeting my, who's now my agent. Mm-hmm. Um, and he offered me a visa. He's like, come out here. I'll, you know, I'll sponsor you and you can come here. Yeah. And I was recently single and feeling quite free so i was mm-hmm. like fuck it i'm moving go yeah and i yeah. just jumped on i you know had to come back packed up my life here and off i flew yeah and so what's what's the experience <clears throat> been like since moving there in terms of you know work and experience with photography and stuff like that what's it been it's, like over there? i mean it's been great i mean it's it's all all my focus has been on with that is experience like having yeah. a good experience because you know i i think when you come to a city like that and it's there's so many people doing so many fucking things. Yeah, you know, yeah. there is there's a huge photographic industry with thousands of people of all equal skills and all of that, but trying to break through and trying to do it. So I've kind of been focusing on, like, 
how I can make this work mm. because it's very different. You know, yes, I met people along the way, made it enough to move there, but like it's a whole another whole another world. Yeah, over once there. you're there, yeah, once yeah. you're there, it's like start, it's starting fresh. Mm. So I've been just like focusing on like kind of growing my name and like trying to like build that up as a photographer mm-hmm. and also just like really focusing on like an experience and having a good time you know yeah. like I'm actually like you know I lived in London for a bit but now I'm in New York and I, I love being there so I'm just like really you know focused on like learning a lot more about myself and just having a really good time yeah and yeah pursuing a career <laughs> yeah no it's pretty cool it's pretty awesome yeah it's, fantastic. it's been fun um, and so, like, what what then would be your sort of, you know, what's your dream or your goal on going with the sort of stuff that you're doing? I don't know, man. It's like, there's definitely like, you know, short term, long term. I mean, I guess the reality is, is making it a career. Yeah, you know, for sure. and, it, yeah. and it's work. I guess it's worked this far, but it, moving there made, made me really like kind of get serious about it because it's like, well, I moved there, and it's not like I kind of just have to make it work. You know, yeah. it's not like I can go crash at my parents because I'm like in the middle of a tour or like, <laughs> yeah. mum, can I borrow a hundred bucks? Mm. It's just like, you have to make this work or else you have to go home. Yeah, so yeah, it's kind sure. of like pushed me to really be like, let's fucking get shit done out here. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a whole nother, whole nother beast out there with that. And it's, it's interesting to see how everything's changing in terms of like how I came up doing it to how it now is, you know, through technology. Mm. But like, I mean, it's the end goal is yeah, just to be. I mean, f- photography is all I've really since I finished school. Only, only thing photography video has been the only thing I've actually like had a career in or ha- like seen as a vi- like a viable career. I sure. can't like, you know, all right, I can drop that and do something else. Like I've learned other things, but I know that like I love doing it. So yeah. why not try and make the best of it? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I guess like, dude, financial stability, just having a good up. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Um, and so, like, at the moment, you're currently here doing some work as well. Mm-hmm. Is that something that's always going to be, you know, a good, you know, backfold for you oh, too, is absolutely. having having the opportunity to come back and do things yeah, like that? Yeah, I mean, it, it is. It's like, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say, like, straight away of, like, it's very important to me to not lose the contact with Australia. Sure, it's it's yeah. like, you know, all my family's here, all my closest friends that I grew up with, mm. they're all here. I mean, you know, here we are now. It's like a gorgeous sunny yeah, day. It's lovely. And um, kind of sweating a bit, but um, that's all right. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We're but in Australia. Um, yes. No, but, you know, it's, it's fucking freezing back there. It's snowing there right now. <laughs> and it's like, that's all well and good. But, like, I think I've definitely identified that I'm a summer person. So, yeah. like, to have the opportunity, I've been lucky enough to hang on to a couple of clients here hmm. that fly me back for work a couple sure. times a year. So, it's like this amazing thing. And it's been so good this time. It's just like, especially after being away from family this long to be mm. like come back get summer see my family which I haven't seen in ages and just enjoy like more good weather and just I don't know man it's it's really it's been really nice this time back yeah and really fun and I don't kind of want to just be like you know I definitely feel like New York is now my proverbial home like that's sure. where my work is and I'm, I'm there most of the year mm. but I don't want to just like I want to be in Australia and I, I yeah. kind of like I'm there to get shit done and have an experience and who knows what life will bring but right now it's like I don't want to lose contact with what it is to be yeah yeah home. for sure And I'm, but I think you know that's important as well and it's really important as well to keep yourself grounded with stuff oh, like totally. that too and it's so easy to not be grounded over there yeah. I mean you can <laughs> it's full of distractions and it's like I think I wouldn't say I was feeling as distracted by you know 
the time I flew out here, but now it's just like, oh yeah, no, this is like, come back, resettle. I know where I'm at. I don't know what's like really important to me. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of has just been a good way to start the year. Mm, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and like, are there any sort of other like creative aspects or like areas in photography and video and stuff that you still feel like you have yet to explore that you're interested in doing? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like I've definitely like taken this time to realize like since moving there it's like oh like I've been working so much for other people and like I found music photography through just this sheer fascination with like energy and movement and mm-hmm. you know like hardcore shows in Adelaide back then were fucking wild yeah. <laughs> and it was like this is sick and then it became this like yeah I did I turned it into a job mm. which is like what you have to do but it was also I don't know like I've now like started aligning a lot with like trying to focus on what I want to take photos of like sure. you know and it's like yes that still is music and to some extent it is fashion and like you know whatever but it's definitely people so I'm like trying to like I mean focus on my own work you know just pursuing my own what I like to take photos of putting it into print doing like little books yeah. you know like exhibitions galleries and that's kind of like been the balance there right now is like you know getting work keeping the money coming in I mean I think that's the goal of any photographer yeah. is to yeah. like have, keep yourself afloat. Yeah, keep yeah. yourself afloat and do the commercial. <laughs> you do the commercial work for other people, so it funds your own personal work for sure. So I'm kind of like trying to find the balance with that, um, yeah, and just like pursuing that. So mm. it's de- definitely been good to like. It's only really since I moved have I really aligned with like. Oh, this is what I actually like taking photos of. Sure. I think through just like being on the road constantly with music, you you, you do need to focus on photographing the band mm-hmm. and that. But like I now know like oh yeah, I'm interested in like photographing people. Like I struggle to take a photo of a tree or a puddle. You know sure, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. like I like things that are like man-made or a man's man, <laughs> a human being has like <laughs> touched or like created or left behind. So yeah, yeah, I'm just really trying to focus on that. Whilst having a few dollars in the pocket to like For sure. get a couple of cold beers. <laughs> Always a pleasant yes. thing to do. Thinking of which, I think I might uh, get a top up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, let's let's wrap it up here. We can wrap it up here. This All is right. pretty good. But um, yeah, is there anything that you would like to promote to the people who will listen to this? Oh, talk um, about. Talk Something about. they should look into. I mean... Well, I've got another book coming out. So hopefully when this is out, like it'll be in the works. Um cool. Which should be good. Just another little, like, kind of zany, mm-hmm. like, print. Um, that should be nice. So I'll be through the social media av- avenues. I have an Instagram, which is Hartley Photo. Mm-hmm. And I have my website, which is hartleyphoto.net. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's the best way to keep in touch with that stuff. Because that seems to be what the world's all about these yes, days. indeed it but, um, is. But, yeah, other than that, check it out. Thanks yeah. for having me, dude. This has been pleasure. fun. Thank you for doing it with me. Awesome. Sick. Get him.